Happy holidays to everyone. This is like the last month of the year. This is the last live of the year. So y'all better enjoy this while I go on the break. We'll be gone. But how y'all doing? It's Whopping Wednesday. This particular topic I'm gonna be talking about tonight, um, I didn't, I didn't want to talk about this, and I don't know why I even put a poll. Well, I don't even know why I put a poll up. And the reason why I didn't really want to talk about it is because, oh, thank you. It's because, like, I have childhood trauma, and as we go through like the depths of it, is where I'm gonna give you know just briefly some of the things that I've been through as well, but. When we talk about childhood trauma, it's like how I cope is by suppressing it in, in the back of my mind, right? So having to talk about it, mm, but I told myself it's December. Hold on, let me let, let me let me turn Frank Ocean down a little bit. I love Frank Ocean. This is mixtape Frank Ocean. Everybody don't know about that mixtape Frank Ocean. You can't even get this on streaming platforms, okay? So it's the last month of. 2022 and I feel like many of us especially my generation we have so much trauma <laughs> we have so we have so much trauma and I came to a conclusion just based off of like many of the stories that we share on platforms on TikTok on Twitter and it's like why are so many of us in the comments hey Sharonda girl happy holidays like, why are so many of us went through the same shit? And it's effed up. But we are just moving along in life like, it's good, it's good, it's good. And when, it, when it's not good at all, right? Now, did you all know that 78% of children have reported more than one traumatic experience, you know, before the age of five, all right? And all these particular things, they commit abuse, Physical, verbal, emotional, sexual abuse, neglect, household challenges, you know, many changes when it comes to death and serious illness or when it comes to divorce and separation. You know, a lot of parents as well were single parents, so that can definitely affect the kids as well. Community, don't even get me get me started on the things that goes on in the community. I mean... When you hear a lot of these rappers, even when they have like their interviews and in their music, like how easily it is for them to talk about seeing people gunned down. Like why is that normal that so many of us who are not even 40 yet have witnessed people get gunned down in, the, in our neighborhoods? Like that, that, shit, that shit is not normal. It's not normal. But for some odd reason, we are just moving throughout life going through anxiety, depression, people are using substance abuse just to push the pain behind. And there are all types of ways also that we cope with childhood trauma without, you know, substance abuse. Eating, you know what I'm saying? 
pushing it behind your brain, like I mentioned earlier as well, when it comes to, that is a lot of people in here. Hey, well, I appreciate that. I really appreciate that y'all coming in here because I feel like this topic is something that, for one, I think we all just need to focus our direction on something that there's, there's more to talk about in life than talking about relationships and 50-50 relationships. Okay, all right. If you want to do a 50-50 relationship, that's why you, but things like this, this right here is something that came up when I went to therapy. Let's talk about therapy because many of us, you know, color folks, you know, we don't go to therapy. And when I went to therapy, one thing I realized was like, the first session, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a defense person. I won't lie. I'm a defense person. And many of us who have been through childhood trauma, that's how we cope, right? It's normal to us, even though it doesn't feel normal. So when somebody who's telling you things like, okay, that's not normal. And, and this is like... When they start breaking down all the things that you may have went through as a child and now you're a grown adult, you look at it as something's wrong with me. Like, 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 like what's like what's wrong with me? Like, what's what's wrong with me? When something can be wrong with you, you can recognize it and heal. And that's the stage that I'm in currently right now. Alright? So one of the mother things that I really want to talk about is how I realized when it comes to my childhood trauma when I went to therapy was just talking about things that I went through in my childhood, right? I don't remember a lot of stuff from my childhood. And it's, it's suppressed in my memory. I didn't even know it was a disorder for that. It's suppressed in my memory and I think maybe like two years ago just talking to a particular family member how how easily it certain things start coming back and, and it start, it's really it really started scaring me like the, as I move throughout life and go oh, get older and older certain things are coming back to me from when I was like nine to ten years old and they call that that is what you call hold on I got, I got it this is called a memory loss where you repress everything in your brain, right? So your brain pushes everything in the back of your head so you can forget about it, right? Exactly. Because even now, you know, a lot of things that I went through as a child, being a mom, especially with a daughter, you know, I'm constantly trying to make sure that my daughter is, is happy. And I have... A way of expressing myself through words being a kid everything that I felt I didn't feel like I could talk to nobody I didn't feel like I could feel comfortable with anybody you know one of the particular things that I had was diaries so I remember one particular diary album that I had it was Winnie the Pooh diary and I know exactly where I buried that diary I buried that diary um, when I got finished with it so when I was a kid I buried it in my old neighborhood, I know exactly where it's at. I buried it for that particular reason. I don't even know what's in that diary, but I have a second diary that I have currently with me. And I remember like maybe a year ago, this is during, you know, quarantine. I went in there and I read through my diary and I was so depressed. Like, why was I nine years old talking about like I wanted to die? 
Like that's and I I don't rem I don't remember feeling that depressed as an adult because I have suppressed all of that hurt and pain in in the back of my mind. You know, having somebody I didn't experience anything like you know too crazy like sexual abuse or, or anything or physical abuse. What I experienced was like childhood trauma from family, right? And one of the particular things that I remember as a kid was my older cousins. Like, I'm talking about my first cousin. These ain't just like regular cousins. I'm talking about my older cousins. I remember like hearing a little slick shit when they would like prefer to me as a crap baby, right? So, at that time, at that age, I was too young to comprehend what exactly that meant. Until like in my full-blown adulthood in my 20s, you know, hearing a particular family member prefer to, oh, my mom being on drugs when I was a kid. It, it all, like, imagine how all of that, how all of that felt coming back as an adult. Like, all that shit that I suppressed in the back of my head because I, I, as an adult, like, I've never felt close with my family. Like, I, no. I, I believe now as an adult, moving on, building my own family. But all of that came back to when I was a little kid and hearing my cousins, you know, make little, little I'm not I'm not talking about little cousins my age, older cousins. I'm talking about I'm a I'm a little girl and these are big grown ass teenagers. Saying little saying little slick stuff, right? So that really traumatized me to that, you know, little girl where I didn't even feel comfortable like speaking up for myself when I heard particular things. And it really messed up my self-esteem. Like, your family, my, my childhood trauma comes from my family. They really tried to dim my light. And I didn't realize how special I was and why they were so threatened about me until I got older and started, you know, learning stuff about my why my grandmother loved me so much, right? So, that's a part of childhood trauma. Now, we're going to go and get into a lot of these things. You know, a lot of times I have a lot of friends and how casually we talk about the shit that we went through. Like, see how, see how I just, and that's, that's just the icing on the cake. That's, that's just the icing on the cake. By what I was doing. Exactly. It, it, exactly. At that time as a kid, you, you know something's not right. But a lot of times adults be the main ones to make kids feel like something's wrong with them for feeling how they feel. You know, you don't even feel like you can express yourself. Like, I've had people that I've met before who have been through abuse within the family. When they try to go to family members to talk about what they have been through, family members put the blame on them. We know about that. I hear so many stories, you know, amongst social platforms about girls who are talking about how when they went to their mothers to talk about things that they was going through, the mother the mother didn't believe them. So imagine being a child when you're going through something as a little kid and you go to your parent, the one the, the people that's supposed to protect you, your parents, and they don't even believe you. You grow up as an adult and you don't even trust people. Like if you can't trust your family, how can you trust the world? Like how can you form relationships? How can child trauma affect you? For one, addiction and mental health disorders. Like so many people, you know, weed, I, I don't smoke weed, okay? 
And another thing that I realized is this too, like even though weed is just so natural, weed is very natural. Weed doesn't hurt anybody. But I have not smoked it. Why have I not smoked it? Think about it. Remember earlier in the show when I talked about how my cousins, you know, would prefer to me as a crap baby? You know, and as I'm getting older, you know, I'm putting two and two together. Okay, well, my mom was on been battling drugs all her life. My dad was a drug dealer. Here I am today. You know? You know what I'm saying? So... Knowing that, it's like, I don't want to be that. Like, I, I don't want to be that at all. Like, I, I don't want to be that at all. So, even though weed is just so natural, I don't want any type of thing that could, that can be considered that. I thought, you know, I went years thinking, oh, you know, it's just, you know, me not giving any pure pressure. It's something deeply rooted in me that makes me not even want to be the stigma, right? The stigma of that crack baby that my cousins used to talk about me as growing up, possibly being that. You give me this is this is stuff I learned in therapy, right? And how particular things. Now that's I guess that's a a positive. I guess that's a positive in it. I guess so. Yeah, you know, you don't want to be what they labeled you as. You don't want to be what they thought that you would be. I guess that's a positive. I guess a lot of People are, you know, using, you know, drugs to cope with their feelings. Now, I feel like when it comes to, you know, drugs like weed, that's something that should be like, like a drink. Okay, you're going to have a blunt today. You know, when you are, you know, smoking your life away just to get the pain through, like, you're smoking just so you don't have to feel pain. And I've met so many people, especially a lot of men who smoke not because they just enjoy weed they're smoking because they deal with so much anxiety and so much depression that smoking numbs them right and it's not just just weed i'm talking about there are so many people that go to heavily heavy drugs just to kind of numb themselves from a lot of things that they have been through throughout a child next is you know attraction to unhealthy relationships let's 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 get into that as well you know <laughs> Now, I take it back to me being a kid. Like, I remember, you know, my mom had this particular person. You know, like, I can't even tell you how many people as a, as a kid who really tried to fuck with my self-esteem. Right? Like, even to this day, like, I, I, was, I was swing on... One of them I already tried to swing on five years ago. They ain't, ain't got to worry about them no more. <laughs> but, attraction to unhealthy relationships. When you are... A child and you're surrounded by so many unhealthy relationships it can be yes yeah, suppressing everything you're surrounded by so many unhealthy relationships in your household whether it's physical abuse verbal abuse all of that fighting drama you know what I'm saying or either you have a particular parent who's constantly bringing bringing different people around you like that can affect you as a child going into your adulthood all right Either way, you could be the type of person who, you know, saw your mother being abused. Now, you as a man, you're going through life abusing women because you don't know how to take out your frustration. Or you could be a particular woman who saw a particular your mom being abused in the household. Now you're going throughout life thinking a form of love is abuse. 
because that's what you saw as a kid. Like, as a kid, we not programmed to understand politics and lifestyle and, and, and social things. We're just a kid, and all we're seeing is the world through these two innocent eyes. So, so much trauma and so much bullshit are being put in front of our faces as a kid. You grow up thinking that particular things are okay. Me personally, in my case, what I've learned from my situation, you know, having my 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 mother in such a toxic situation, the person that she just just moved, just moved them and just moved them in our house. Just moved them in our house. They were very mean to me. Their daughter was mean to me. You know, just you know, and, and now that I'm a mom, like nobody is not coming in my house. Like my daughter ain't meeting nobody. Like, so I, I guess, you know, I guess as I'm talking about it, I took all my child trauma and did the opposite of what I saw was wrong. But that's just, that's just me. There are so many people who don't realize that their childhood drama is affecting them. If you all remember the whole situation with Chris Brown and, you know, his abuse and his anger and one of the things that came up, I'm not making an excuse for him, was, you know, witnessing his mother be abused in the household, right? You as a little boy, you're experiencing this man, you know, can't get his feelings, can't get his emotions and feelings out. He's putting hands on your mother. That can do two things. That can do two things to you. That can make you think, okay, well, that's how I need to get out my frustration, right? Because nobody, and let's think about it. Many of our parents didn't really have the balls to talk to us and come to us and say, we're, we're sorry. A lot of our parents put us as kids in such fucked up situations. They don't have the balls to come and apologize, right? Like, nothing's worse than having narcissist parents. A narcissist parents that realize, okay, I'm making mistakes, but not even stopping and say, oh my gosh, like I have a child that witnessed all this trauma. Like, let me go try to apologize and make it better. And many, and many of y'all have parents in y'all lives now who ain't shit. Like, the terrible things they have done and you have them in your life because society... Makes you think like they're my parents. I'm supposed to have no. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I learned this too. I learned this too in therapy. Sometimes you really gotta childhood trauma. What comes with you through childhood trauma? Mostly family, maybe even friends, right? Those type of things kind of follow you throughout life, right? So if the one thing, the things that hurt you as a child, you're taking, you're taking them with you throughout your adulthood. And you're not healing. You're not healing because you're bringing the toxicity with you. Yeah. They say, you know, whenever you say I'm cutting off my family, that makes, that, that really does sound harsh. But not if it's for your well-being. Right? Mm-hmm. Loss of childhood memories. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but there are particular things that I just don't remember about my childhood. And one of the particular things that really, I remember I went through a really, really, mm, how can I describe this? Rough patch because I saw something when I was a kid and I didn't really, I, I knew at that time that something wasn't right, but it didn't really hit me until two years ago. 
just based off one sentence that somebody, like a family member said to me. And, and the way those visuals came back to me, you know, it, it really scared me. Many of us don't even remember a lot of things from our childhood. Not, not at all. Like, don't even remember it. And I, and you may think that's good. You may think, oh, I don't remember it. No. Because <laughs> that shit will come back. Don't, not for everybody. Not for everybody. In, in my case, I don't think I would have remembered that if nobody didn't, like, take me back to that particular time when my grandmother died. Like, how she died. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just too young at that time to grasp, like, what the hell was going on? And, and, and that put a lot of guilt on me as a, a as a you know adult now going back as a child. Cause even though I knew something wasn't right, I feel like maybe I should have said something. But even though that's another form of blaming yourself for something that's out of your control, like as a kid, like I didn't know what I saw was wrong until I was an adult. That's another form of childhood trauma, right? You are constantly blaming yourself for other what other people did, grown-ups did. And that can, that can really, really F you up. And I know that F me up for a very, very long time. But I'm just blessed and happy that I'm, I'm spiritually intact. You know, you can't say, you can't say too much. People think crazy. I'm, I, I've gotten the closure I needed. Okay? Yeah. Closure, I needed to know that I didn't, there was nothing I could do at that time. That's, that's the best way to explain it, you know? And I hope that one day, I would rather, one day there's going to come a time where I get to tell, you know, my own story intact. Because, you know, anytime you progress or you have some type of success, people will try to come out and speak down on you. I know it's going to come a time where particular people in my family are going to come out and try to talk, you know, talk about me. And that's why one day when the place is right, I'll be able to tell my own story. And let's move on, all right? Avoidance in relationships, okay? There are particular things that you move on to these relationships with your friends or with your family where you avoid a lot of things. Don't even get me started on the amount of things that people can't even communicate in relationships. You know, I don't know if you all have ever had somebody in a relationship where they don't communicate. They don't know how to love. They don't know how to show affection. You know? How can somebody show a partner love and affection and communicate properly if they didn't witness this shit growing up as a child? Nobody talked to them. Nobody communicated with them. It was nothing but negativity, violence, abuse that they grew up with. Their mother didn't tell them that they loved them. Or their father didn't tell them that they loved them. So, now they're adult trying to be in relationships with people and they can't show you love and affection because they don't know how to. Right? You know? The best case scenario is, okay, well, I didn't get love and affection growing up. Maybe I can do the opposite. Everybody's brain doesn't operate like that. And, and that's okay. And what I've even learned too, exactly, is that, come Come on, girl. Exactly. Exactly what Sharamba said, okay? How can I like this? Can I like this? I don't know how to do this. If I double tap it, would I like it? But yeah, yes. I agree exactly with you. So even, you know, 
I've met a few, you know, guys throughout my life and they don't know how to show romance and they don't know how to show love because they didn't witness that growing up, you know? And it's made me be a lot more patient with some people because if you don't know something and nobody don't really try to figure it out with you, like how will you ever know? So that has kind of helped me just even talking to a lot of men because a lot of men, more boys experience PTS but more than women. Like I read that on a website. And if you talk to a lot of men, I feel like men these days are more in tap with their emotions. You can just listen to the music that we hear a lot of these days. Sometimes, I know we say it's really dark and deep. Like, listen to people like Rod Wave, you know. <laughs> he gets, oh, thank you. He he gets really deep and vulnerable in his music. And these, this is the way that <laughs> they know how to express themselves and how they're feeling. Taking it back to when I was a kid, how would I say that I would express myself? By writing in diaries, right? A lot of these men are using music to express themselves. Like, especially Juice World. I, I, rest in peace with Juice World. And a lot of people said his music was really, really dark and deep. But he really got, he really got vulnerable. He's probably one of the most vulnerable male rappers we've had in a really long time. Where he really got deep into that and talking about his drug use coping with the pain through drugs you know anytime you mention the word therapy to men you know i'm not just gonna say black men to all men absolutely not you know absolutely not and what i have learned as well too is many of us girls have our own trauma and shit that we're dealing with and i do believe that we as women are can can stand a lot more than men can having a guy put his childhood trauma and his bullshit on you when you are battling stuff as well ain't good because <laughs> and this is why i always say like you gotta heal yourself before you get into a relationship because the last thing we as women need even me i'll say even men too is to get in a relationship with somebody who has so much trauma and they're not even trying to heal or get to the root of it or even acknowledge that okay i'm going through particular things all right now can adults overcome childhood trauma that's a good goddamn question that's a good question all right and the question is you gotta acknowledge that something's wrong like personally for me i don't like i don't like people looking at me as a victim you know Going back to my childhood, I always felt like, you know, being the fact that my grandmother, you know, took care of me and, you know, my mom was a drug addict and my dad was a drug dealer. You know, my grandmother raised me and she didn't have much. So, you know, growing up, I always felt like, you know, little, or little orphan Annie, you know, I felt like everybody felt sorry for me, you know. Even, I remember my godmother, you know, she was very nice to me and she really, you know, was there for me and, and helped me read. But even like, so this is interesting. So I used to have a, a godmother, right? And she had a sister that she lived with. Like, they was like maybe like a few years older. They were like older, the older women. And I remember her sister was so, just so mean to me. She was just so mean to me. You know, my godmother, she would, you know, 
helped me with my reading because I remember going to a stage where I really struggled with my reading. And my grandmother was like 80 some years old. Like, you know, our older generation of grandparents, they ain't really know much about reading and they knew how to write their name and count their money. Pretty much. So I remember how just mean she was. Like, I experienced a lot of mean ass, nasty ass adults growing up. And growing up as a do I don't like people looking at me as a victim. Like even when I talk about particular things that I go through, I talk about it so chill. When really like it's okay. Like it's it's okay. Like I remember talking to a homegirl of mine like a few weeks ago and we was on the phone and I was telling her, like she was like <laughs> she was like, Wow, okay, I'm so sorry. And I was like, girl, it's alright. It's not <laughs> It's, it's, it's not alright. It's, it's, it's not alright. You know, it's not alright. Like, it's, it's not, you know. And I wish we as a generation just stopped telling ourselves, like, it's alright. Because all we just need we just need to come to each other and be like, baby, it's not. What you've been through is not okay. What you have been through is traumatic. Like, that's the first step of really healing as we grow into adults, right? Oh, thank you is growing as adults is realizing, okay, this is affecting me. I understand that I'm dealing with something. This particular thing from my childhood made me feel some type of way, and I still feel some type of way. Acknowledging, okay, something here may not be right. Now, therapy, you can't make everybody go to therapy, right? I think the best thing you can do, I don't go to therapy no more because of the prices, right? But when I did go, um, if you find somebody that's relatable to you, especially being a black woman, I felt more comfortable talking to somebody that's black too. You know, talking about experiences of like, you know, being a little kid and I was outside playing in the dirt because I, I used to play in the dirt. I, I used to stay with a wing room and witnessing somebody shoot up my neighbor house because he was a snitch in the neighborhood. And my, and my grandmother snatching me from my... Like, you, you see, how, see how I'm talking about that? Like, that's, that's not normal. That's not normal to be outside playing in the dirt. And witness somebody, you know, ride past your neighbor's house that's across from yours. And shoot it up while you're outside. Like, that's not normal. <laughs> that's, that's not normal at all. And see how I'm laughing in a way that that's the way I cope with things by making a joke and finding, yes, I have a knowledge. I have a knowledge these things, right? I have a, that's the thing. That's how I, I'm actually healing with it. It's acknowledging like, how do I cope with things? Through humor. Through humor by being funny, right? Even in school, I was funny. I was funny. People thought I was funny. And maybe I was using that to cope with the fact that I was hurting. You know, I went through a really hard time when I lost my grandmother. Like, that's the one person that I know in this world that gave that, that truly gave a fuck about me. That actually loved me, right? So, going to school, you know, you know, being like, you know, laughing and making people laugh and blah, 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 blah. like, that probably was my way of coping when I knew I was going home when I was really, really sad due to the circumstances. You know, everybody cope in different particular ways, you know, and don't even get me started on people who have been through, you know, tra traumatic events. You know, I met a girl who lived in New York around the time that 9-11 happened, and she's the same age as me because I was like, maybe I was like 10 at the time that happened, 
and she talked about you know how scared she was because I think a particular uncle of hers lives by you know she she always talks about how every time that date comes around she gets scared like she talked about how she doesn't even like going over there where you know that particular terrorist attack happened because it scared her you know it traumatized her you know what I'm saying so these are all these things that we have been through throughout our childhood has affected us especially my generation I'm a 90s babies I would say 80 babies and 90s babies like oh my god like and I say this in a jokingly way but we are truly fucked up <laughs> But we are truly fucked up because even though my circumstances are not as, as bad as others, um, maybe to me, maybe because I'm just you know, like I've said, you know how we how we suppress things. But even talking to many people who are in my age group, the amount of things that they've been through, like you know, talking to women especially who you know who confided me about being sexually abused by people in the church or people in their family members, how how they say it so casually when that's that's not that's not okay. Right? And then somebody like me who has coped, who hasn't really coped or know how to handle my own trauma. Just just respond. I'm just thinking back to like a particular experience of mine that I know I went through where somebody, you know, was telling me something personal and they said it to me so casually and we just moved on and talked about something else. Like, because I don't think we both knew how to go from there. Right? And this is why I think that even talking to somebody in therapy who has more experience and more guidance, because us us as peers talking to one another about our trauma, we all, many of us, majority of us, right? I think I read about 78 or 79% of us have trauma, okay? So if we're trying to go to each other about trauma, traumatic shit, <coughs> How is that gonna go? Like how like how is that gonna go? Right? Talking to somebody who's girl, shut up. Y'all hear Alexa back there on her nose there. Ain't nobody calling girl. Goodbye. But <laughs> like how do we go from that having those conversations when we all have been through trauma trying to talk to each other? Trying to heal, right? It's like what's that particular saying? Where um you can't heal like you, you can't heal in the same place that hurt you or something like that, right? How can you heal with somebody who's also hurting as well? Like it's good as us as friends to talk about particular things that we've gone through, but I feel like in order for us to truly heal, to know that we are getting the proper care that we need, and somebody's actually listening to us and understanding us and, and giving us the proper tools to get through this, I think it's best that we talk to people. In different ways. Because even growing... I didn't tell none of my friends about the things I was going through. The way I mask what the fuck I'm going through is phenomenal. And many of other people do that too. You, like you really would mask what's going on. Especially when you have adults around you who don't even check on you as a child. Like how many... 
people, how many of you all can actually ask yourself, like your parents asked you, is was everything okay? Or you wish, okay, that's weird. You wish like a parent or somebody around you or a family member asked you, like, is everything okay? You know, I pay attention to my daughter so, like, let me tell you something. I know my daughter so well because I pay attention to her. I can look at the face expression on her face and know something's not right. I ask her, you okay? Mm-hmm. You sure you okay? Yeah. I ask her third time. She finally tells me what's wrong. You know, that's the approach that I've learned as parents because we got to make it comfortable for kids to come to us and talk to us about things but you got to show you care and you got to be involved and many of us don't know what the fuck we are doing but one thing i always tell people that i don't have a lot of role i don't have I'm taking it back, i don't have no role models there's nobody i grew up with like oh my god i want to be like them right the only people that i have around me growing up was people that i didn't want to be nothing like so i've used that situation to help me in life, especially with parenting, you know, uh, I go. I, I'm very involved in my daughter's schoolwork. I'm, I'm going in her room, figuring out what she's wrong. You know, I'm constantly, you know, hey, is everything okay? You know, you know, you know. What do you, I, I even ask my daughter like, what do you think about me? You know, me as a mommy. You know, I want to know. You know, am I? Do you feel comfortable with me as a mom? Am I getting on you too much? Am I yelling too much? Like, am I making you uncomfortable? Right. You know, when I ask my daughter, the more things she say is patience, you know. Patience. I don't have a lot of patience, right? So when she's telling me that, I'm like, okay, well, let me have a little bit more patience, you know. Just calm it down. Those are important things that I think we can we can do to help our kids if you have kids or your future kids and stuff like that. So I think I did all right with this. This was, this was really, really hard to talk about because... I don't like being vulnerable, especially when it comes to me. And that's, you know, part of my childhood trauma. I don't like being a victim. I don't like people feeling sorry for me. I don't ask nobody for shit. Absolutely not. And I know that's, that ain't good. But it, it's just, I, I don't even know if I can handle it. I don't know if I can get through it. I guess that's just a working process. I guess I would have to just meet somebody who makes me feel safe coming to them. They're not going to, you know, brag about it or, 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 you know, tell it everybody in the streets. Like, I, I guess that's a way, you know, that I can probably get through that. But I don't like being vulnerable about this particular thing because I haven't truly healed all the way from my childhood trauma. And if you haven't healed from your childhood trauma, it's okay. Like, we all, day by day, are doing the best that we can do. So, don't be hard on yourself because, at that, like I said, the key word in this is childhood trauma. You were a child. As children, we are innocent. Right? We are innocent. We are innocent beings. We was brought in this world. We asked to fucking be here. You know what I'm saying? So don't make yourself feel bad about particular things that you've been through or how you're dealing with it as well. We all are doing the best that we can. But if you're experiencing depression, you're experiencing you know, PTS or you know even health issues, like, you know, what's so crazy is like, I didn't even know that a lot of chronic illnesses can, you know, be related to, you know, a lot of childhood trauma. Like, think about it. 
a lot of particular people have witnessed a lot of abuse in their household, so they grow up, you know, nerves are really bad. The nerves are bad because they was in such a tense situation. So a lot of people grow up and they have a lot of health issues and it all stems back to childhood issues. Depending on how long you was going through that, ain't that ain't, ain't that some scary shit? So I feel like if you feel if you once you recognize that something's you know, mm, something's like not right. Like nobody knows you better than you. Like nobody knows you better than you. I, I'm telling you. Like when you're not feeling good, who knows you're not feeling good? First, you or your friends or your man or your kids. You know. So, even when you're sick and you have a cold, like, you know you're not feeling good. You know. You know what's going on with you first. So, if you're experiencing any type of issue, depression or anxiety, like, you know, like, you're not feeling right. It just takes the courage to, you know, go to somebody and talk to somebody. And even if you don't know how to find a particular, you know, counselor, I would suggest getting on these social media platforms. There are many of them on social media, on TikTok. Like, we're in a place now where they have a whole directory of, like you can find like counselors or therapists in your area by zip code by race so you can feel comfortable talking to them about oh thank you so much about what you're going through you know that's how i found the one that i had went through i went on like a i can't remember what it was it was like a few years ago but i went on one that was directly me to black therapists because I, I wanted to talk you know i, I wanted to talk to somebody that looked like me can kind of relate even if you can't relate to me about with my experience you 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 black you know you black you, you get it right so so that's it all right this was different <laughs> this was different oh shit this, but I, i'm very proud of myself because i did not want to do this i did not want to talk about this like this this is like too much for me you know because i'm still like i mean i off gone through things still going through things i guess that i have not worked out of but i feel like i'm probably at the most peaceful place in my life this is the probably the most peaceful place in my life i've ever been because i've cleaned house i've cleaned house with everybody who was benefiting towards no not benefiting that was the best word it is contributing to my mental health not being good boom that's it. That's another thing. I, I don't tell people what to do. But I will say, you know, sometimes we go through things. But sometimes people around us are the reason why we are dealing with what we are dealing through. So I'm not telling people what to do. But I'll just make a suggestion that sometimes you have to clean house. Now you clean your storage and clean your closet out. Doing the spring, you know, just do some cleaning out. Mm -hmm. You may be like, what do you mean by that? Change your numbers, move away, block some people, you know, clean house. That's what I mean by that, all right? So that was good, y'all. Happy holidays. Um, This is probably going to be the last big show that I'm going to be doing. But honestly, I can't even explain what I'm feeling right now. I don't know. I don't know what I've been going through, but I know I'm at this stage where I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be bothered. I've been being invited to a lot of social events. I've been turning them down. Um, I've been turning down dates. I've been deleting 
people DMs because I don't want I've been putting my phone on do not disturb because I just don't want to be bothered. You know? So you know I hope nobody don't take it personally and think it's you. But sometimes people just need to be by their fucking selves for a little minute to really get their thoughts together. Like don't nobody want to be constantly bothered. And as somebody who's her only child who spent a lot of time by herself, you know, having time to myself in my house, watching my shows, eating good food with my child, that's what I need. I, I don't I don't need to be around I don't wanna be around fake ass industry people. That's the nicest well, I don't know if that's the nicest way. <laughs> Like, that's the nicest bit I said. Man, I wouldn't come off too nice, did it? That's, that's some real shit. You know, that's some really real shit. That's really because like I said, the shit that I've been through, like I don't I don't even trust my own fucking family. Okay? So I don't if I don't trust my own family or or, or wanna rock with them or don't do rock with them, what make people think I wanna hang with some fake ass industry people? No. <laughs> Right, so that's I guess. So I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to sugarcoat nothing. It's either all the way blunt or all the way sweet. And I tried to get y'all in, but I tried to say it in between, but it didn't come out like that. So I throw my hands up. All right, happy holidays, everybody. This is gonna be on Spotify and YouTube tonight. So. I did the best I could to really talk about this particular topic as well, but this is a really this is a this is a really touchy topic that when you currently have not healed from your childhood trauma, it's really hard to talk about it. All right, but I appreciate everybody who voted for this in the poll as well, and if you're on here, I can't even really see who's all on here. It's just, people. I can't even really see who are. Probably some, you know, these are probably people from YouTube. Yeah, a lot, I appreciate a lot of people from YouTube. A lot of people from YouTube follow me on Instagram and I truly do appreciate that. And I appreciate you all. I'm out. Hey.